everyone. Welcome to Tutors of Life podcast. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Today we're just going to chat a bit about our vision. Uh, We don't currently have one, and so we figured we would create something today and we would just chat about it. And if you guys want to listen along, feel free. We should also mention this is episode six, seven. Sure. Cool. I want to start including that in our beginnings. All right. What episode is it? Seven. All right. Welcome to episode six, everyone. (laughs) Um, So Sam and I are giving a little presentation on the 12 week year uh, at a mastermind that we're going to in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we we set up our 12-week goal literally just by hearing a podcast about it. And we didn't do much more research besides that. Um, but we bought the book and um, are reading it now. And we're planning to read it um, either way just to get a better understanding of the 12-week year. And we realized that we essentially set ourselves up for failure from day one because we were not following it the proper way and we aren't going to say what is right or wrong necessarily because we're not done with the book um so we're only part way through the book yeah i'm on page uh 30 of 170 yeah so we are just getting going and already in 30 pages we realize holy shit um we're doing it wrong yep uh And we've been listening to some other podcasts lately, too, and they've been mentioning the word vision lately, about having a clear vision of what you want and what you're going towards. And Sean and I kind of were discussing it today, and we realized we don't really know what it is. Or, like, we have, like, ideas, but we've never discussed it together. So I think this would just be a fun way for you guys to just kind of listen to how Sean and I talk things through. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So, I Ooh, guess... Should I read an excerpt from this book? Sure. So, one of the first sentences, it says, literally, you must be clear on what it is you want to create. Um, but it talks about having a life vision uh, before having a business vision. Because... If you know what you want in life, then you will um, essentially be able to put that into business. Um, So, like, some of the other things, too, that they say is, like, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't do anything about it, it's not going to do you any good. Uh, So having a vision allows you to think through, like, what's in your mind and what you want And once you can think through it, then you just have to put action towards it, and then you can get the results you want. Um, But if you don't know what results you want, how do you know what actions to take? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So we have to start with the vision. Yes. All right. Sam, what would you think your ideal life vision, I think three-year visions, maybe 10 I think a a three-year vision to me is something that is still close enough that it's, like, reasonable. um, Because I don't, I just, so much has changed in three years of my life. 
If I were to have gone back three years, I am in a completely different place than I thought I would have been. Right. So. So did you, are you further along than what you expected? Are you just not even in the completely different same realm as you expected? Um, I guess I'm not necessarily further along. Um, I guess when, when you do it and you experience the journey and, and you learn the lessons you learn while you're doing it, it's, it just puts you in a lot different mindset than three years ago. So three years ago, I could have thought, you know, I guess this is kind of where I figured I'd be professional wise mm-hmm. in three years is, is around this spot. Um, but just what I've learned over those three years, I am so different mentally that my life vision isn't even the same. It couldn't have been the same. Right. And I, I'm curious too if it has to do with age. It could. Maturing. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's one thing I've realized is like my life goals when I was 23 compared to now when I'm 28 are way, way different. But it's because, I mean, things happened in life. Like you and I started dating um, and stuff like that has changed my path of where I want to go. Mm-hmm. So I, you always have to account for that. But I think still we can create a pretty good vision of what we're hoping for or wanting in yeah. three years. Yeah. So I think and, I, I, I would like to set a vision for like three years. But there's something a guy said that I really liked, and it was, what does yourself in 10 years look like? Mm-hmm. So, like, yourself, 2030, when they look back on you, is that person going to be happy? And then is that person, like, will they have accomplished everything they could accomplish? So I guess it's not necessarily like what that person will look like, but like in 2030, will I, Sean, be very happy with previous Sean, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 2020 Sean, 2025 Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's kind of like making sure you're living to your fullest potential to make sure that yourself 2030 is going to be set up in a very, very good spot and they can look back and really be happy with how they performed. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. But three-year vision. All right, I'm just procrastinating talking about it. All right, what are, we, what are we thinking that looks like? What are you wanting that to look like? Oh, man. I honestly don't know. You and I are terrible at thinking about the future, like far in the future. All right, so what we've talked about before is traveling. So one thing we've talked about is uh, we would like to be able to travel around the U.S. and see everything the U.S. has to offer um, in three years. So the plan is to... It doesn't necessarily have to go this way, right? But an idea is get a camper, a big toy hauler fifth wheel, big truck, travel around the U.S., stay at a bunch of different campsites, and just see the United States. 
do that for a couple years for funsies. While we're doing that, you know, we can keep doing um, blogging, podcasting, running, uh, well, helping with uh, stable living remotely. Um, you know, at that point, we'll have, well, we do have some rentals now, but we'll have more real estate rentals, passive income, things like that. Um, and then really looking for more business opportunities out on the road, look for uh, other places we could invest in real estate um, and potential, I guess just other potentials in different states and things like that. So we have discussed that mm-hmm. a lot. Yes, we have. Um, Which we did accomplish one part of that because we wanted to get a motorcycle because that's why we want the toy hauler so we could have a motorcycle yep. to have in the back and cruise around wherever we go. Mm-hmm. We got the motorcycle. <laughs> yes, we did. So, so that, yeah, we, we did set up ourselves a little bit for the future. Mm-hmm. And we were going to get a truck, but we decided we don't need one yet. Uh, we had the opportunity to get one, um, but we decided not to get that yet just because we're three years out. Um, and it's kind of pulling the trigger a little quick because we really wouldn't use it much. And it would just be sitting around a lot uh, depreciating. And we don't need that. Mm-hmm. So, but so anyways, that could be our three-year vision. Right, so that's an idea, is to travel the U.S. Um, sorry for the hesitation. I'm writing this shit down so that I remember it. Mm. So travel the U.S. Mm-hmm. Have rentals that we can live off of, mm-hmm. and then also have money saved up so we can invest in other real estate, um, whether it be rentals or home flips in other places. Mm-hmm. And then having our podcast website be hopefully making money. Right. But, I mean, we'll still be doing it even if it's not. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys are listening now, just wait. In three years, we'll still be doing it. So, if we're thinking... If we're thinking travel right in three years Mm -hmm. or at least have the option to right we don't want to have to work we don't want to be tied to a a job Mm -hmm. just because we'll be moving around and even at that point you wouldn't really i mean if you're going around the u.s or just traveling in general you don't really want a 40 hour a week remote job you know, because you don't... You want to be able to enjoy the places you're going. Right. And time is so finite. If you watch very successful, very rich people, for example, will buy a jet. Okay? They buy a jet. A jet only depreciates. There is... It's way cheaper. If you break it down, it is way cheaper to rent a private jet than to own your own and yet so many wealthy individuals own their own jet and it's because of convenience and saving time right and they get to spend that time in their private jet doing what they want with the people they want to do it with it can bring them to any sorts of deals they want 
right? It can bring them to any business. It can bring them to any activity that they want to do. It's all about saving time. They don't have to wait in line. They don't have to go through customs. They don't have to sit next to people they don't know. It's their jet. They hop on it and they take off. And I suppose they can go whenever they want. They don't have to look for a plane ticket you or gotta, something. You, there's no prep. You just hop in the goddamn thing and you take off. And so... When you think about that, time is so finite. Finite. The richest people, the wealthiest people are not looking how to make more money. They're looking how to utilize their time better. How to get the most out of the time they have. Mm -hmm. And so, if you have a 40-an-hour-a-week job, that's taking up so much of your life. And it's fine to do, right? Like, if that's what you really want to do deep down inside, that's good. And I, I myself like working, so I like to work like 60 hours a week. I, I, I enjoy work. But if that is what your life is and you are unable to do things you want to do and you're unable to grow more, right? So just staying at a job, working 40 hours a week because you make six figures, big whoop de doo you want to be able to that 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 job is taking 40 hours of your life away every week Mm -hmm. and so being able to be free and being able to do what you want with that time so when we're traveling we don't want to have we don't want to have to do 40 hours of work a week if we choose to, because we want a podcast, we want a blog, we want to flip a house, we want to do some real estate deals, we want to meet with people about certain businesses, right? That's one thing. If, if that's what we want to spend our time with. But if you have to punch the clock while you're vacationing or while you're traveling, while you're learning, while you're growing, that's going to hinder you significantly. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. Um, yeah. You kind of went on a rant there, but I agree. Yeah. So with that, the idea that we've talked about um, and what we have to kind of trim out the the specifics on, right, is we want passive income. Mm-hmm. So I already have some of that from stable living uh, for quarterly draws and stuff, but I don't like counting on that um I, I like to diversify. I want other streams of revenue. I don't want to just be dependent on one business and one business only mm-hmm. um, or one source of income. And so real estate is another way that we can get the passive income we want. Mm-hmm. So then if we want to live for free, um, one thing... I talk, we talked about wanting to switch over to is living off of our rental income. Right, yeah. Only. So our living expenses will 100% be paid for from rentals. Mm-hmm. So are we including your rentals that Stable Living uses? Yeah, because, I mean, if Stable Living didn't rent them, we could just rent it to someone else. True. It might be a little cheaper because it'll be the general population and not a business, but we're still going to rent for 80% of what we're getting. So it's right. really not a big deal. Like it's still a rental. Right. That's true. So right now we're close. We're probably one, once we're in the middle of two deals right now. So yeah. once we get those two, 
and they're all renovated and we get the rents moved up. So pretty much at the end of this year, if we don't do any more deals, if we do not do any more deals this year, um, just from what we have in the works right now, uh, we will be looking at, I think we need about $800 more a month, right? Because gross to net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that, that's just what we live off of right now. But uh, if we're traveling or just in general, right, we want a higher quality of living where we put in a lot more work than the normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, so we might as well reap the rewards for that, right? Right. Right now we're living at probably 30% of our income we're living at. Um, you know, combined we're living at probably 30% of our income. That's what our expenses are and stuff. Are we counting your draws? Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. So we're living at about 30% of our income. And so it, it would be nice to increase our quality of living or our standard of living because uh, we do put in a lot of work and we're going to continue putting in a lot of work. Um, so we might as well do that. So my idea is, right, you can live pretty damn good off of like... 8,000, 7,000, 8,000 a month. Oh, damn. So when you say that, would that be our 100% and then we take 60% to do all of our bills and all that fuck, stuff? No, that's living. Do the fuck we want with that. Cool. Okay. Right. So, well, so right now we have a couple bills out there because we got some help um, for some deals we did and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not sure what we live off of, like 3000 I think our expenses are like 3000 a month right now. Yeah, but I think we figured out at the end of the year they'll be close to 2000 I have like 2200 Yeah. So after this deal, after this deal is done this year, that'll, that'll end in November, you know, we'll be looking at sitting around 2200 mm-hmm. in expenses a a month. So, I'm talking traveling the country, being able to do what we want when we travel to these places, not have to worry about a damn thing. Say we just double that. Okay? So say instead of 22, we're at 44. How does that increase our standard of living? I could buy so many things. Just pointless shit. Right. Not that we want to do that, right? And not like, I don't want to be a hoarder. That's stupid. But like, that nice restaurant we want to eat at, we can. We want to go scuba diving and it's 250 bucks. We don't give a shit. Right? It's things like that. It's So we can spend it on great experiences. Right. And so I don't want to... You see a lot, people will, and, and this is awesome, it's great, I, I condone it absolutely, but people will go out um, and they'll travel around and they'll have very little income and they'll travel, right? That is awesome. They're getting out, they're making great experiences, they're being super resourceful, right? They're, they're learning very good things while doing that, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm learning good things right now, doing what I'm doing. And what you're, you know, what you're doing, you're learning good things from. So, when we have the opportunity to travel, well, we have the opportunity to travel now, but setting it up for that, 
I do not want to be hindered on what we can do because of our income. So you don't want to be like how we were in Asia ever again. Right. Yeah. So when we went to Asia and we spent $400 in 18 days for everything. Yeah, I don't want that. I want to be like... It'd be nice like... So we're going to Hawaii in a monthish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and we were looking at hotels. Ooh, exactly one month. Yes, um, and we while we were looking at hotels, I was thinking like, man, it'd be nice to have a higher standing of living because then we could get these really cool four star hotels. Right, overlooking the ocean. Mm-hmm. With the balcony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 like I talked to my cousin PJ down there. Um, and surf lessons are pretty spendy. Um, and I really want to try out surfing. It's one of those things that like $150 surf lesson to me is, is kind of hard to justify. I'm still, I'm still very much, I'm still going to do it, but it's still hard for me to justify, right? Where if we increase, it's just cause it's only hard to justify because that's all we have allotted. That's all we have budgeted. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we use up quite a bit of our budget. Which we save for. That's budgeted. That vacation's budgeted, so it's not a big deal. But if that's built into our standard of living already, we could get the two hundred fifty a night hotel instead of the one twenty five. Mm-hmm. We can get the hundred fifty dollars surf lesson. It ain't no big deal. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm like, so y- we live frugally now, and we will continue to live frugal. I don't know if there's a time in my life where I won't still live frugal. Like when we go to Singapore again, I'm still going to hit up all the little markets. I'm still going to be eating for four bucks a meal. But we can go get that $15 meal we if we wanted to. You can get meal if you want. Mm-hmm. That's my big thing, right, is being able to do it. So we don't even have to spend it. We could, my idea here is, say we just put it at 5000 Say our goal is 5000 gross a month in passive income, okay? Mm-hmm. Say that's our goal. That comes out to what, 60000 a year? Math and shit, I think it's 60000 a year in passive income. I Wait, think I'm, a pre- month? I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, that, that was difficult for some people here. So, <laughs> so 60K a year, right? That's not that high. How many people do you know who make 60K a year and live paycheck to paycheck? Almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, but if you're smart with your money like we are, right now we're living off of 30K a year. Right? Right. Well. I'd say a little more than that. A little more than that because, yeah, we, I mean, yeah, so we're doing like 40K a year mm-hmm. maybe. I that'll definitely go down once we have our wedding and my student loans are paid off. Yeah, yeah, I mean it, it'd go down right but we don't it doesn't need to. Right. True. And so here's my thought with it. If we're looking at enjoying life being able to do it, there's going to be months most months I should say will probably be around that 3500 mark, mm-hmm. right? Only going to do 3500. That's going to allow us to buy maybe a little bit better fucking food at the store. Instead of frozen vegetables, we can get fresh vegetables, right? right? Yeah. Shit like that. 
Nothing crazy. That's going to be most of it. We don't eat out a lot anyhow because we don't like feeling like shit. But maybe we can grab some extra sushi one night because sushi is the greatest thing ever. That's true. Yeah. Right. And so most days, most months, I should say, we won't even hit this budget. But it's it's the month when we're doing extra. We want to do more. We're able to do more. We want to say fuck it and rent a Lambo for a week for funsies in Vegas. And we can. Right? Right. It's shit like that. Just by upping our standard of living, we don't have to, but we have it available that I like. And it's allotted for that, so we don't have to feel bad doing it. Mm -hmm. We could do that now. Okay, we could easily do that now, but we're we're tapping into investing money. Right. And so it's not a thing. It ain't going to happen. Right, because if we tap into that investing <coughs> money now, then that's less money we're going to have in the future. Absolutely. So if we set it up, and we make it part of our vision, then the money we're investing now, so whatever the whatever it is, like 60% of our money we invest, that is going to help get our passive income up, which will then help our standard of living go up, and we don't have to feel bad. I like the sounds of that. Mm-hmm. So you want $5,000 a month in passive income? I would say... I would say just from real estate only. So just rentals? Just rentals. But that could be that could be vacation rentals. That could be just standard rentals. That could be commercial rentals. It doesn't matter. Just rentals. Is that a lot? I don't know if that's a lot. So right now, um, the two rentals we're closing on, uh, we are, Sean's mom is included on those, so we're only getting half of the profits. But let's say we just go with the full profit, which we guesstimated to be about $300 a month, said and done after all taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's putting, that's doing all of our due diligence. That's setting aside 15% um, a, a month for savings. That's 7% to a property manager, right? That's everything. Yep. So at $300 per rental building we would need 17 buildings to get that too easy i mean because we can include well the ones you have with ryan Mm -hmm. are already above that Mm -hmm. because those together are that schematics whatever but yeah so that's we'll have three of those Mm -hmm. um so in total we have five together we will have five once we close? Yeah, and, and, and Ryan uh, and I have an extra triplex together. So, I mean, there will be six rentals out of that. So, we're at six right now. Oh, so we only need 11 in three years. Right. Too easy. And we got six in two years. I mean, that's very true. So, we're making more. Okay. So, we just have to... Six in two years, we need 11 in three. That's too easy. That's too. That's too easy. That's true, yeah. So if we break it down that way and we set that as our like. So that's our vision. Our vision is in three years, we need 17 rental units in total. No, because we could, we could strike gold on one or we could do not so great on one. So our goal is 5,000 gross a month. 
in passive income. Okay, but every podcast we've listened to, they always talk about how many doors they have. They want to know how many doors they have. Well, fuck the doors. What the fuck's it matter? That's what they all talk about. Fuck them. It does, dude, if you got... So my, okay, yeah. Oh, I've got a thousand doors. Hey, that's awesome. If you have a thousand doors and you make a hundred dollars a door, okay. Awesome, bro. Okay. That's the same as having 500 doors and making 200 a door. Okay, but also, we're not going to get rental properties where we only get $100 a door. It doesn't matter. I'm still saying 17 Well, technically, the triplex is $300. It's $100 a door. Fine. Okay, are we... T- <sighs> this is what I hate. I just hate all of these sh- shemantics. What? Because, I mean, technically, we have... Well, I have five doors. Yeah. But it's two properties. Correct. That's why doors and properties to me does not matter. It it could matter, right? That could matter to us if that's what we decided our vision to be, right? But then we cannot worry about the cash flow. It can be in the back of our mind, but that's not our goal. So I, I say we combine it. Let's say $5,000 of passive income, roughly 17 properties. We can have roughly, yes, that's fine, but that's that's different than going, we need 17 rentals, because if we had 17 and we're at 3,500 because we got mediocre properties, oh, fuck, dude, that's a problem. You know? Yeah. We could go get 1% deals all day long and just like, we won't be there. We won't be there. I guess I... I, I I want to just, like, it doesn't matter to me because I know we're not going to get stupid deals like that just to have another property. But that's the argument about, like, that that we make that people make about things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the argument is you'll, just because you say you have to do a deal, you're going to rush into a deal. So earlier we talked about, oh, yeah. earlier we talked about, Oh, say you set it up and you realize, okay, I have to do one flip a quarter and I have to do one rental a quarter to reach my goal. And then you said, well, that doesn't make any sense because that could rush you into getting a bad deal. Okay. So if 17 17 doors is your thing, that could rush you into getting a bad deal. Same with that. 5,000, how? You could do the same thing. So let's say... You're getting towards the end of it, and you're just like, I am $500 short, but there's nothing that gives me $500 cash flow, so you just buy five $100 cash flowing pro- properties. Honestly, the problem is still reach your goal. Okay, whatever. We'll move on from that topic. So... That could be our vision. Is that what you're thinking the vision is? Is that what you'd like the vision to be? 5,000? Yeah. Or do you want like 10,000? I don't know. So here's my thing. All right, so right now we work full-time. Well, so you work full-time and I just do a lot of stupid shit. Mm -hmm. I've got my business. I got... My home improvement that I've been doing more stuff with, um, and and I'm sure I'll I'll step into other stuff. Now we have that income right now, and we will continue to have. 
I mean, for sure, stable living income. Not sure how the home improvement stuff's going to go really using that for like extra money right now. Um, so not sure if we're going to grow that, expand that into employees and things like that. Not sure how that's going to pan out. Right. But so right now with passive income, if we set that at 17 units, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, 5,000 a month in passive income. Okay. You said it, not me. Shut up. <laughs> So we have it set 5,000. Okay, that's awesome. But all we can invest to continue growing then is is my business money, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's fine. Make pretty good money with the business. So that, that's, that's all right. Um, but we want to look at 100% savings and investing rate and in, in money we receive. Uh, from other sources mm-hmm. so from my business other businesses um if if we do end up getting money for blogging whatever that'd be cool not going to be the end of the world if we don't getting so we we would invest a hundred percent of that okay mm-hmm. but what would also be nice is to stack like do the uh it's what is that the the debt snowball Right, so there's the debt snowball, oh, and yeah. then there was a guy on Bigger Pockets that talked about the income snowball. Ooh! So it's the same concept, but in reverse. So you just by getting more income, you just keep rolling that and rolling that, rolling that in, and all this income rolls into really big amounts of money. Oh, this is kind of what the lazy guy was talking about. That is the lazy guy. Oh, that okay, was him. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't finish his podcast yet. Okay. Um, but the, that guy was really cool because he pretty much was saying, like, he worked a full-time job. He had – he was a single dad, and he wanted to it pretty much invest into his future. So he – how did he get his first one? Oh, uh, he just had to put 1% down or something. I don't know. His first deal was shitty. He didn't know what he was doing. Um, but then after he was like 80000 in debt and at the end of his wits, he found Bigger Pockets, And it was just when Bigger Pockets had a blog. Started reading the blog. And then has grown it from there. Um, in 10 years, he's financially free. Paid off all of his debt and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or paid he- off all of his bad debt, I should say. Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... And he just, he says flat out that he does it the lazy way. Yeah, he gets all of his deals on MLS and shit. Okay, we're getting way off topic. Anyhow. But yes, income snowball. Income snowball. So, that's awesome. That I love that guy's idea behind it and essentially what it is, right? So, if we have our idea set at 5000 gross a month, we get to allocate towards our living. Mm-hmm. That that pays for our living standard, mm-hmm. Okay. We still want more income to invest. Mm-hmm. So, five thousand that can be our three-year vision to live on. But we're gonna also want more money that we are able to invest while we're on the road still. So that's gonna have to be quite a bit, won't it? Right, because we do not want to stop investing. Right. The greatest thing, right, and and everybody should be able to relate to this in in a certain way, right? You have friends, families, individuals you know, 
somebody needs to sell something of value quick. Okay, say you have a friend, they're hurting for cash, and they're like, hey, I will sell you X, Y, and Z for this price. Very good price, right? Mm -hmm. We'll use a motorcycle, for example, okay? A friend needs money. You want a motorcycle. Well, you don't even give a shit. You would buy a motorcycle either way. But they're going to sell you that motorcycle for 50% of its value because they need the cash, okay? But if you do not have that cash on hand, say they have a $10,000 motorcycle, they're going to sell it to you for five grand because they need five grand. But you do not have five grand. They're going to find someone else, mm -hmm. okay? If you have that five grand, you don't even have to keep the fucking motorcycle. That thing's worth 10 grand. Your friend needs that money or that person needs that money today. You give them $5,000 in cash because you have it because you're smart and you save. For moments like this, when you're saving money, you're not just saving to save. Have a purpose for that money, right? Boom, you get that $5,000 motorcycle, you load it up, you bring it home, you put it on fucking Craigslist for ten grand the next day. And you double your money. You double your money. Just like that, you double your money because you are willing to have five grand in your pocket. Too easy. Too easy. I've done it before. I can fucking promise you I've done that shit before. Right? And so it's, it's the fact that you can't... So our goal, we want to live well. We work really hard. Mm -hmm. We have all, this, this is the biggest thing that gets me. If you want to live good, make more money. Mm -hmm. Okay. But here's the, the flip side to that. I believe that you should live off of like 50%, less than that. You should be living off of the least amount that you can of your income so you can invest more of your income. So you have to make more to be able to invest more. It's the whole, uh, so Grant Cardone said, it's the 40-20 rule. There's 100% income, right? The IRS takes 40%. No shit. So the government takes 40% of your money. You got 60% left. You take the other 40% and invest it. Now, what do you have left? 20%. You have to live on 20%. Okay. So we need to make 5000 our 20%. Yes. But that can be 5000 of that that can be 20% of everything we have, everything all income we have. Mhm. Mm but technically 5k is gross. So you have to take 40% off of 5k. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So, if you think about it that way, right? Yeah. Let me um, let me do some math here. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah. For every $10,000 you make, every $10,000 you make, you get 2 grand. Mhm. Mm oh. We do that now. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm... No, no, so we do that now, right? Yeah, so we're very close to that right now. Yeah. Okay. Now, being very close to that right now, the point I'm getting, as we grow this residual income, this passive income, we still want to keep that same, that same split, right? So, we still want this 5K, I want to be our 20% still. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so, what the fuck's that get us? Sorry. I'm looking up other things too quickly. Oh. Okay. 
Speak to me again, John. All right, so if we got 5,000 gross, I don't know how the hell to calculate this. It should be so much easier than I'm thinking. But $5,000 gross, okay? Take 40% off of that so my mind can comprehend. So 3,000. 3,000. Oh, my God. We need more. We need more, everyone. We honestly do because that's literally what we're living off of now. All right. We need more. Okay. But let's just do this calculation because we've been just talking about it. All right. So 3,000. So what? 2,000 goes to... Okay. I don't think this is right because if we... Let's just make this really simple, okay? If we want to live on $5,000 a month gross, okay, what what would we have to make? So twenty. So the 5000 has to be our 20%. Mm-hmm. So what's 80% of 5000 Nope, that's not right. I'm getting that. So it'd be 25 grand. Fuck, dude. We're so stupid Oh, my here. God. We dude, are real I'm stupid. I'm telling you right now, I don't even know how, how we make it. So it's 25 grand, right? <laughs> so the idea is we need 25 grand a month coming in. Pretty easy. Not a big deal. Keep in mind, that's gross. That's not that big of a deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? 25,000 gross is not that much. Because you got to take 40% off of that. Oh, so 15000 Right. So we would have 15000 in net. Mm-hmm. So then we have 10000 we invest. And we have 5000 that is living. So technically, yeah. this would be 5000 not gross. It would be 5000 net. We want 5000 net okay that i honestly that's what i thought you were talking about all this right, whole time. my bad guys sometimes i get ahead of myself and i think money's more than it is but it's not money's nothing so anyways we want five thousand net okay mm-hmm. that gives us five thousand net to live off of and that gives us ten thousand net to invest and that gives us 10000 that the IRS gets to take from us. All right. So, if we think about it that way, we need $15,000. Well, so we need $25,000 a month. Gross. Is that a lot? I think that's a lot. That is $300,000 a year. Is that a lot, though? I mean, we're... Probably two-thirds of the way there now. Yeah. So it's really not that far. It's not unreasonable. And 300000 if you think about it, isn't a lot of money because people are taking that fucking... The IRS takes 40% of that goddamn money from you. That's true. And so... And, and what is... Like, if you're looking for long-term wealth, 300000 isn't crazy. It's very reasonable to get to and not and and to surpass significantly you know it's just it all goes down okay so the only way we make that possible and that we are going to make that possible in three years right because that that to me is so is is almost setting it is setting our sights short Mm -hmm. for three years that is setting our sights very very short okay but for the purpose of this we're going to do it because 
it will put us what we want. 5,000 net in expenses. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going to put us 10,000 a month to invest. And it's going to put us 10,000 that the IRS gets to take from us. I am not okay with that, right? But it's a very good goal. And so that's, that's what I think our vision should be. Yeah. So we'll have that as the vision. So 300,000 a year in income. Okay, not crazy. But think about it this way. If you are living off of 20% of your income, okay, or or you want to, what do you gotta do? If you wanna if you wanna live at a higher level, so where I mean, be so right now we're technically living off of twenty five, or really, yeah, we're living off of like twenty five hundred a month right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, besides, cause 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 I mean really, where we're at now. If we wouldn't have done that one deal, that one deal hasn't affected our income at all. No. We just decided to do that for long-term help, like long-term wealth. Um, so we didn't need to do that. So it, we're at half of this right now, okay? And we are definitely under 20% right now then. We are probably around 15% then right now. Shit, dude. And that's one thing that we have been really good at. For years now, even when we were making 15000 a year, we didn't live paycheck to paycheck, right? No, we didn't. And we still, like, went and enjoyed things. We still had fun when we could. Absolutely. And that's the thing that people got to understand. It, it, why 300000 is so minuscule to me is because what we have set up for how we spend our money. Mm-hmm. We invest over double of what we use on expenses. And we have been doing that. And we will continue to do that. Mm-hmm. And that is how a, a big number, you know, say say 100000 a year might look big, but it's not when you break it down that way. That's true. Yeah. And so if you're saving to invest... All these things you're adding to your portfolio is just adding to that income snowball. Mm-hmm. So the more cash flowing real estate, the more our income snowball goes up. Okay? The more our income goes up. And it's not only that, it's businesses. It's income from if you want to work, to work, you can. Um you know, it, it it's it's just the all the money you make, mm-hmm. and when you break it down and you set up a really good budget about how you're going to invest, it's not hard. It's not big. Three hundred thousand doesn't sound like a lot then. That's very true. Yeah. So what? Okay, let's stop talking about money wise. Okay. What else do you see in your vision? Um. I, I guess I, I just, uh, the, the freedom to keep doing what I want to do is really all I care about. I just, setting, the, the part I'm at in my life, I'm good at enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy every day. I love my life. My favorite thing to do is work, and so I work a lot. Mm-hmm. I love spending time with Sam and Mimi, and so I do that a lot. Those are the two things I do more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have no issues enjoying my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. What I want to do 
I think what will make me very happy is to be able to continue to grow at a point that nothing can affect that or nothing can nobody can take that from me nothing can take that away from me you know Mm -hmm. one business failing cannot take that away from me right um so just being able to live on my terms no matter what um is what i want in my vision and i'm willing right like this isn't to like pussyfoot around and not take risks. I'm, I'm going to take a lot of risks. Um, but I just don't want, I don't want one risk to make or break me. Right. I want. You want to be able to take a risk and if you lose money, you learn from it and it doesn't put you in bankruptcy. Right. I like that. Yep. So that, I mean, that's really the vision is like, I want. I want to take what I have now, and I just want to make it greater. So, more time with Sam and Mimi, able to work as much as I want to work, and still be able to keep that balance, which um, I think is fine right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. And and uh, I I as the future continues, I think it, it'll it'll stay that way or get better. Um, but yeah, that's um my vision, I think. So just now you made me three years ago or four years ago, I think when probably three years ago, when Sean and I first start talking about our goals, he would always get so mad at me because my goal was to just be happy. And you'd get so mad at me because there's no objective to that. There's no how do you get to become happy? Mm-hmm. And I never realized why you thought that was such a weird thing until you just now because you're always happy. Literally every day. Must be nice. Are you no. not happy? No, I'm actually very happy now. Three years ago, no. But now I've been I've been much happier. Are you happy every day? I think so. Okay. By the end of the day I'm happy. There okay. might be some rough patches in the middle there, but that's okay. Well and that I mean that happens in every day. Right, there's challenges and stuff, and you can have a bad day, but mm. so oh, good. I part of my vision wants to be to be able to conquer a lot of my like fears, um, or like put myself in more uncomfortable situations. I want to try and break my personality type. Sean knows exactly what I'm talking about because there's a couple things that he's been trying to get me to do. And I just... Okay, hold on. Repeat. You want to put yourself in... More uncomfortable situations. More uncomfortable situations. Um, they do talk about that in this book, Sean, uh, in the 12-week year. They do talk about how you need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations in order to grow and improve. Um, Sean told me that probably two years ago now that you have to be uncomfortable the one thing that i have done that has helped me significant is i have gotten comfortable being uncomfortable it just terrifies me i just like get anxiety about thinking about that check it out gang i 
hate heights. Like he's awful with them. Terrified. I don't like to phrase it like that because at I used to be okay. No, that's a yeah. How was re roofing that barn? So I'm I I have been known to be afraid of heights. Okay, anything over like one story, and I'm I'm getting iffy. So what I have done is work with my good friend Nate, building pole barns. And I have had the privilege of becoming comfortable at being uncomfortable. I would say my number one fear is heights. Mm -hmm. But I do it. And I will go every opportunity and I will fucking go up on those little ass rafters blown around the wind nailing up fucking purlins because I love to be uncomfortable so you know those videos and pictures I show you in like foreign countries where they have like the glass bridges like at the top of a mountain Mm -hmm. are you gonna finally do it with me that shit makes me sick but you'll do it I do it it's like the thing when we're on the boat for Kyle and Katie's wedding, mm-hmm. the hot tub is like a hundred feet above the ocean. Okay, you've thrown in two of my biggest fucking fears: mm-hmm. dark water and heights. Mm-hmm. And there's a clear fucking bottom to this goddamn hot tub, and you look right down. No, there wasn't. Okay, really? Yeah, no, but it was like. Out, it was like half of it was outside of the ship, but you could look like there was windows all along the oh, side of it, okay, so you could like peer out the side of it. Okay, so you're over the side of the ship, mm. and you can look out around it. And that, right? Anxiety, that shit kills me. I love okay. that. Okay, wait, we never finished what my two main fears were. I know we didn't. The point I'm making, okay. Is getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So, Sam. Yes. What do you want to get comfortable doing? Driving a manual. Okay. And the other one is driving motorcycle. Those are just two little fears, right? I'd probably say those are my biggest fears. Dude, dude, dude. 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 Those are your biggest fears? Yeah, 100%. I wish I had those fears. Those fears are so easy to conquer. For you? Ooh, I guess another one would be speaking a foreign language in that country. So, like, I mean, I speak to you German. Um, occasionally. But, like, doing it in public... Like, with people that I don't know, that's also a great fear of mine. Um, you know, all those, very easy to conquer. Just practice, and I could do it. Yeah, bro. I'm fucking dark water, which is, like, a big portion of our world. Mm-hmm. And heights, which is another massive portion of our world. <laughs> all right. 
Is there anything else you'd like to get comfortable being uncomfortable doing? Um, I don't know about that. I'm trying to think of other vision things. Okay. So I do, ooh, change. We're, we're getting real into what Sam's problems are right now. Change, okay. Sam does struggle with change quite a bit. I do. It's part of my personality type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that, that's not like a big fear. Like that, I can handle change. It makes me uncomfortable, but I can handle it. Mm-hmm. All right, so vision. We want to be able to tour the U.S. Mm-hmm. in three years. And other countries, but mainly and U.S. A, yeah. Um, the, the reason we are doing just the U.S., Mainly is because we have a dog and she's so cute and sweet and we want to be able to be with her, you know, for the majority of her life. Uh, so we don't want to just leave her here for a year while we go travel other countries. Right. So we'll still go take vacations for a couple weeks, right? But we'll come back. So the idea is we can see the whole U.S. in a couple years with our dog and that way, our dog gets to enjoy life, too. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have to be just chilling at home um, with some random person watching her for years. Mm-hmm. So, travel the U.S. and still vacation other countries. Absolutely. 25000 a month in income. Gross. Too mm-hmm. easy. Allotting us 5000 net for expenses. Mm-hmm. Too easy. Then... Conquer fears. Mm -hmm. Becoming comfortable. Being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I think those are pretty. That's a decent vision for three years. I think so. Um, Sean and I, too, we learned about vivid visions. Uh, So we'll eventually probably we'll post on our blog our vivid vision. But it it won't be for a while. Mm -hmm. So in like six months or so, look out for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, wait, did I talk about, I did personal visions come, comes first and then business. So as you can see that actually would played in very well to that because our personal vision is to make $25,000 a month, but we need to look at the business side of things to get to there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Love it. I love when things just come into play. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sean, it's been about an hour. Are you good? Yeah, thank you everybody for listening to Sam and I chat back and forth about what our vision, you know, what we think our vision is going to be for three years. I think we made a pretty good progress on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we want to talk about how we're getting married too? That's part of the vision. Part of the vision is getting married. Maybe we'll push that out three years. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you want the free health care. Just kidding. Truth. Um, so, yeah. Uh,. We're getting married. Eventually. Mm-hmm. So the problem are 12-week goals. So we did the 12-week goals. Mm-hmm. The reason they didn't go so smoothly, and we're figuring this out now, we did not set up our vision before our 12-week goals, and that is why it failed. Mm-hmm. Sam and I did not give a shit and still do not know what the hell we want for a location. Correct. If it's going to be destination or local. Correct. Well, I'd prefer destination, but I guess it doesn't have to be. Okay. 
she says that. Okay, podcast, she says that. All right. And I then, said prefer it, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, she says that, and then she picks Sean. Should we just have it local? So we do not have the vision fine-tuned, and so we were not able to do the tasks on our list. So we have the we have the tasks. We know what we need to do, but we don't have a vision. Correct. So until we get our vision, we are unable to implement those steps. Mm-hmm. And so we need to really figure out a vision for our wedding mm-hmm. next um, in order for us to effectively use the 12-week year on it. And I think that will work out very, very well. Mm-hmm. And we'll write more about that on our blog at tutorsoflife.com. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to our Vision Talk Um Talk with your significant other. Go through it yourself. Talk with a friend to figure out what you think your vision would be. Um, and, and go about setting something up. Because as you can see, as you listen to, right? Sam and I would have had no idea what our business goals would have to be in order to reach this. Now we know what we want and now we know that we are going to have to find a way in business to make 25,000 a month Mm -hmm. in three years Mm -hmm. so you need to start with your personal vision Mm -hmm. and that will lead into everything else correct cool well I'm looking forward to update all of you on how the rest of the 12 week year went and what else we learned on it Cuckoo. All right, everybody. Have a splendid day and take care. Good night.